Okay, welcome to a special Fireside Chat edition of FML FPL. I'm Walsh, and I'm joined by a very special guest today, our FML FPL Mini League champion, Anton Johansson, overall rank of 48. Anton, how you doing from Norway? Yeah, hello, uh, Internet, and hello, Walsh. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm doing good. Cool, man. So let's kick it off with first question I got for you. It's game week eight. And you're sitting at rank 35. Are you just shitting yourself? Yeah. What, are you, what are you thinking about at that time? Uh, at that time, uh, I was uh, thinking that uh, I made some really good decisions with my wildcard in, in game week six. Okay. Uh, and uh, I was uh, doing so well that uh, I regretted not having uh, more friends that played the uh, FML. <laughs> <laughs> FPL, yeah, because uh, uh, I just had like uh, three persons to brag to, so uh, it was uh, it was not uh, so good, but uh, yeah, it was um, it was very fun, and uh, yeah, I didn't expect it at all. So I mean, you brought it to our attention, but the top three FML FPL mini league toppers are all Norwegian. What's the FPL scene like, and or even just Premier League in Norway? Is it really big or? growing yeah yeah no it uh, it's been big uh, for a long time okay uh, it's like uh, yeah a part of a culture okay. when we first uh, started getting football on uh, tv it was uh, from uh, england and from uh, uh, the league that's now premier league so uh, it's huge uh, in norway cool dude so in terms of how you kind of play the game, once you hit that height really early on, did you find yourself adjusting or doing making different decisions? Um, maybe a bit more reserved and okay. not uh, taking the big risks. Yeah, because I noticed uh, you only took five hits all season, only 20 points worth yeah. of hits. Yeah. Uh, that was uh, probably because uh, I did so, yeah. My team uh, didn't uh, have any injuries, or of course it had injuries, but not that many. Okay. And uh, yeah, so, you know, I was just uh, smooth sailing, uh, yeah, and <laughs> I, made some good good decisions. God, smooth sailing and FPL is not something I'm used to. <laughs> I'm glad that you had that experience this year. So who are a it, couple it of... Uh, a couple of guys. I saw you got on Ericsson pretty early, but who were a couple guys this yeah. year that really carried you? Uh, well, it's it's a hard question because uh, uh, you know just the consistency of many players uh, performing uh, okay, mm-hmm. uh, uh, but uh, probably getting Ericsson really early scored me a lot of points, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the other on the, on the other half, uh, I I didn't uh, have uh, Ali all season or soon, so so uh, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, consistency kept uh, Sanchez uh, for a long time. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then uh, I never, saw. You, sorry, go ahead, Anton. Yeah, and just n- never lose faith in the Sanchez. Yeah, Alexis kind of like got to just hold him, right? Yeah. Um, so I see you kind of play three four three this season. Is that kind of normally how you view the game through the three four three lens, or are you kind of more flexible? What do you? How do you view the formation of FPL and how you play? Um, 
I think uh, I'm very flexible. It's it all depends on the matchups uh, for the coming game week uh, and uh, who you who you believe in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not very you know formation oriented, uh, okay. but uh, yeah, probably um, you just uh, start with your best players uh, according to the matchup and hope for the best. Uh, so in terms of you know week to week, I always find it interesting to talk to other FPL managers about how they get their information, kind of how many games they watch in the weekend, and what their routine is. What's your what's your kind of weekly? <laughs> how you go about that? Yeah, you know, Walsh, uh, I listen to this podcast FML uh, FPL, and uh, I base all my decisions. Uh, uh, yeah, out fuck, of the podcast. Fuck you, dude. No, you don't. <laughs> what else do you read? What, do you, what websites do you go to and stuff? Um, uh, I, I use uh, like the game difficulty checker to okay. see uh, yeah, and plan maybe uh, two or three weeks ahead, sure. uh, especially for transfer reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, I watch... Uh, a couple of games, if I have the chance, uh, and I watched a summary uh, on like of match all of, the matches. Like match of the yeah, day. so you get the goals and sure. yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, I browse Reddit a lot, uh, mm-hmm. or not a lot, but uh, yeah, it's okay. a good uh, yeah for cool. uh, injuries or rumors or anything. It's uh, it's really good. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, Reddit's definitely a good source. Um, so I see that you're a United fan. How does it feel to have Swedish nemesis Zlatan this year? Was that like a conflict for you being Norwegian, or did you just welcome him? Uh, I welcome him with oh. open arms. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Um, another question about the chips. How are you? Uh, how did yeah. you kind of find the chips this season? Did they play to your advantage? Do you think they're stupid? What are your what, what was your experience with them? Yeah, I really like them. I think uh, they bring uh, another dimension to the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, and I didn't get to use my uh, AOA chip uh, because uh, I got a yeah, kind of heavy invested in my defense, so I didn't really see the purpose. But okay. uh, yeah, the other two um, uh, chips, I yeah, gave a lot of thought. Um, although maybe the Triple captain. I just used it uh, on Aguero in the first total game week because, uh, yeah, I didn't really see. Uh, yeah, I, I thought he was really going to do well. So, yeah. And the bench boost, uh, yeah, just follow the herd and do it in game week uh, 37. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I guess the AOA, we kind of were talking about it on our podcast about mm-hmm. it sort of being the least valuable, but. Yeah, it seems like that's pretty much been our experience too with the chips. Um, how are who are some of the players that you kind of? I know you mentioned you didn't own Ali all season, but were there any players that really burned you or just frustrated you this season that you're kind of left a bitter taste in your mouth? Oh uh, yeah, the foe, dude. Uh, <laughs> I I had the foe for I don't know. I think eleven game weeks, and uh, yeah, he scored me. 20 points. Yeah, I, uh, I got on Defoe the wrong time also. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah that's, so that's thank you for that advice. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no. Um, 
I don't I don't know. I, it's yeah, I had some bad decisions. Uh, I brought in Monet after the African Championship uh, and he was terrible and got injured, so uh, it was uh, a wasteful transfer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but other than that, I think um, no one that really gave me a, a huge grudge. Okay, that's pretty good. That's good if you can go through the season like that. So another yeah. question, gotta ask, what is your team name? My name is Wilson. What does that mean? Is that <laughs> some like Norwegian inside joke or something? Or no, 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 no. It's uh, you know, the start of the season, you don't have a lot of time to be creative and think about a good team name. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I just uh, got it. I, I don't know where the inspiration came from. <laughs> okay. uh, just Monet, you know, the, the player Sadio Monet okay. and the player Callum Wilson, and then just uh, for okay. my name is Wilson. Okay, all right, I'm the, I'm there with you now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, how many uh, Josh King statues are being erected in Norway now that he's your best ever player? Um, are they yeah. just popping up everywhere? Every. I hope so. <laughs> are you? Uh, are you going to be? Uh, every. Are you going to grab him game week one? Is he kind of like you want to have him because of your national pride or something, or you don't let that get in the way of? Don't really let that get it in the way. Yeah, uh, I didn't have yeah, Bradley Hughes on, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just have to be uh, rational about it. Uh, yeah. yeah, but depending on the price, uh, of course, he will be uh, one of uh, the guys to watch. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see what he'll be priced at next year. We'll have to find out in a month or so. Yeah. Um, so give me some more Norway stuff. So what, where where do you live in Norway? Are you in the city or are you where are you at? Uh, I'm in the fourth biggest city of Norway. It's called uh, Trondheim. It's like in the center. Okay. Uh, it has like, uh, I don't know, uh, 180,000 uh, people living in it, okay. which is uh, big uh, in Norway. Yeah, I <laughs> yes, yeah. probably is. Um, yeah. So what time do the games start at Norway for you? You're right there, so it's probably a reasonable time, yeah. right? It's four o'clock. So you kind of head over to the bar and watch with buddies and stuff like that, or just come home from work and uh, put, put it your on. legs up high and yeah. uh, watch. That's nice oh. for you, man. It's, it's really good. Yeah. yeah, it's tough over here. It's like super early for me in California. Waking up to watch is always a battle. Yeah, it's a good uh, yeah, good breakfast uh, entertainment. Yeah, yeah. So a couple other more specific questions just kind of about your strategy. So I think, you know, it's interesting to hear from a top manager who finished really high this season. Um, yeah. In terms of your goalkeeping position and your defenders, do you normally try and set and forget with kind of a weak bench or do you like having a rotation between those positions? Um, I think it's important to have uh, maybe one or two players on the bench that uh, will uh, function as a substitute or, or that you can rotate depending on uh, uh, matchups. Uh, but uh, um, yeah. at the start of the season, I, uh, my thinking was that uh, I just have a really cheap uh, defense and goal- goalkeepers. But uh, yeah. I got uh, like uh, two premium uh, defenders and maybe one mid uh, defender. 
mid-price defender, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know, I just couldn't let go of them. So uh, I got like a really balanced uh, team with uh, yeah, kind yeah. of uh, expensive uh, backline. Yeah, yeah. I think kind of we always talk about how much money to invest in defense, just because usually the point ceiling is a little lower. But this year it seemed like yeah, things changed a little bit with the wingbacks and you know with Alonzo and other players like that with McCauley and so yeah. many goals coming from defense. It seemed like yeah, if you were ahead of the curve early, getting some premium defenders in, you definitely could have reaped some rewards, huh? Yeah, you yeah. just you had to have one of the Chelsea guys and one from Spurs. Yeah, uh, yeah, Spurs were just yeah. a powerhouse all year. Yeah. Um, um and then kind of let's get go back to just just one thing. Go ahead. My biggest regret yeah, yeah. this season was not getting Davis after Rose <sighs> got injured. I mean, join the club. We talked about getting yeah. Davis every Ben Davies every week and we just never did. He got so yeah. many points at such a low price point. Yeah, I think next season that's definitely something that we took away from it also is just jump in early because you never know when they're going to come back. And in Rose's case, what, he was out for two, three months? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, then you just uh, read on Reddit that he's supposed to start training with the first team next week, and then you just know, I can't get Davis then. Yeah. So, but, but then he has yeah. a setback, and he's out for the season. Then he has a setback. Yeah, and then your opportunity yeah. is lost. But that's also maybe playing to the point of balance. As if you're not getting him in as your yeah. third or second defender, but your fourth or fifth, you could, you know, stomach it a little bit yeah. easier if he yeah. does suffer that setback. Um, yeah. I'm also interested to hear about your thoughts on kind of early to mid-season bandwagons and how you adapt to those. Kind of like Joe Allen comes to mind this season earlier who kind of got hot for a few weeks and then fell off the boil. And then I guess Josh King on the opposite end of the spectrum came in at that mid-price bracket and then just flew and soared. Do you, how do you kind of judge which bandwagons to jump on and which to avoid? Yeah, you ask me, I can ask you. You know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. You just you just have to, yeah, trust your gut feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, you, you can't jump them all, you know? Right. So... Um, yeah, just have to um, think about uh, not only the form of the player because someone can have some great weeks, but also uh, their upcoming ma- matches and uh, if they have some cup matches or European matchups that will uh, affect them. Uh, but uh, yeah, you you have to jump some of them. And luckily, I jumped uh, to Josh King really early, and that uh, benefited me. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty remarkable looking at your season because between game week 21 and game week 38, you were fluctuating between overall rank of 31 and 137, that you never fell below 137. So, I mean, is that really just to your speaking of the consistency of kind of holding your good guys, not taking point hits, not not doing anything drastic? Yeah, but also, uh, uh, yeah. Hitting with who you're captain. Right, hitting uh, captain. So tell yeah. me about your captaincy yeah. decisions throughout the season. Did you normally go to midfield or striker? Or how, how did you kind of go with your captain choices? 
I think I fluctuated between uh, a striker or a midfielder, depending okay. on the matchup and the, the form, and maybe a bit uh, who's the the biggest captaincy among the top uh, players. So, okay. yeah, risk can, uh, or or you just have to think about uh, high risk, high reward, or low risk, uh, high reward, or something. So sure, uh, yeah. So kind of like taking but, calculated uh, you, risks. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's so frustrating because, yeah, since uh, game week 21, I did uh, really great. Mm-hmm. But uh, there are so many yeah, good managers out there. So I didn't really climb that high. Yeah, well, not climbing that high. You're in the top hundred, dude. That's for that's as high as it gets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you did you have any yeah. thoughts of like what could I do to try and actually win the whole thing? Because you were knocking on the door for a while. Yeah, for a while, but uh, the gap um, was too great. It was like uh, I don't know seventy points. Uh, oh, was it really? There was uh, five, six game weeks left. So yeah, uh, but I had. I had a goal to finish uh, top 50, and uh, I just managed to do it. Yeah, it's pretty incredible, man. 40, 48, yeah. I could only dream 48. of a 48th overall finish. <laughs> well, me, next season, watch. Yeah, we'll see next season. Tell me, tell, I'm going to put you on the spot. Tell me the coolest or best thing about Norway that no one knows about. That no one knows about? Yeah, like people that aren't Norwegian. Yeah, because I just think um, of it's like uh, it's like winter all the time. I don't know anything about it. Yeah, in the northern parts of Norway now we are like four degrees in snow. So uh, I don't know, but but in the south there is uh, twenty five degrees and people are bathing in the ocean. So uh, yeah, you get uh, a lot. But yeah, the the most part uh, to see the mountains. The mountains uh, along the fjords is uh, it's the most beautiful thing. So about right. Norway. When I when I visit Norway, I'm gonna hit you up. I need a tour guide. Yeah, I'm up. <laughs> um, so I think just last thing we can wrap it up here. I was curious to see your thoughts on any ones to watch for next season. Any anyone for kind of your interested in kind of jumping on game week one or guys who kind of pique your interest that you want to build your team around? Have you started thinking about that at all? Yeah. Yes and no, I think. But but yeah, just get the, the most expensive players you want first and mm-hmm. then build your team around them. So get Sanchez, get the Kane, uh, depending on the prices, how much, because you can't invest too much in like three or four players. You, you can't choose them all. Um, just get a well-balanced team and uh, get Sanchez and Captain Sanchez. Getting if he's still there, we'll have to see. Yeah, if he's still there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, Anton. Well, this has been cool. Thank you very much for the time and for coming on the show for a fireside chat. It was really cool having you on, bud. Yeah, thank you, and good luck for next season. You too, bud. <laughs>